0: We are back again. And why did I say it like that? Is because I am damn excited to have Dan Bray on today from Combat Flags. And this is my second non. My second episode into being not an investigative reporter anymore. And that's a long story into that one. But no, the other thing, too, is Dan and I were talking about it, is This is like the first week in 30 years that I haven't had any oversight. And by oversight, I don't mean the government, the military, you no know, uniforms, no nothing, no bosses except me. And Dan and I kind of, you know, we were talking about it. And you're going to really like the story today because we're going to talk about a lot of different things, including transition. Big transitions, life-changing transitions. Dan, welcome back, brother.
1: Thanks, Jason, man. It's good to be back in so many ways right now. <laughs> now, you know, one thing else about the show is we're pushing out mostly
0: audio content right now. So I want I want to explain something to you about Dan. Dan, military veterans, combat flags, all sorts of stuff. He's got a hell of a background, but for a long time, he was working in the corporate world. And If anybody's worked in that corporate drone world where you're just kind of like day in and day out, day in and day out, and it's not your true passion, and your true passion lies somewhere else, I would love for you to visualize what I'm seeing right now, because Dan's been on the show a million times, been on his show. Dan is like a new man. This is like an absolute <laughs> new man.
1: Dan, welcome to the world, brother. I feel yeah, like dude, you're born. Great. I feel like I see color like I've never seen it before right now.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. And that's exactly what it looks like. It's like just just different shades. You know, like we all know, like if you've been in the military for any length of time, if you've ever served in any law enforcement, anything where you've worn a uniform and you've been dressed right, dressed with someone else for so long, you kind of lose a part of your identity until you take off that uniform. And then you start seeing different colors. So let's talk about this, man. You were, how long were you in the corporate world for?
1: Um, I've been in the corporate world since 2012. So that's 11 years, I think. Today's it's 2023. So yeah, 11 years. So I went from the military, six years in the Army, to you know a couple years in college just to, to finish up and graduate. Then I moved right into a variety of corporate roles. And while I felt like I had my personality and like myself in the military – like, it slowly was leached away in corporate America.
0: <laughs> you know, I remember talking to you, man. And being like, we, like Dan and I have talked a lot over the years. And just that that getting up and going to work. You know, you leave your family, even if you're teleworking or anything. When you log out to that computer and you're you're pushing widgets around, you're pushing numbers around, you're sending emails, you're having a meeting to have a meeting. And, but you feel like there's a different vision for yourself. And especially you, you, I mean, you, everybody doesn't realize that Dan created combat flags and combat flags. I mean, if you ever looked in my studio, I have three, four of them behind me. I have four combat flags behind me. Um. And I'm going to, I'm going to put Dan on the spot and have him explain which ones they are in a minute here. But yeah, you created something, something that came like, I would like to think that it came from your service and how much that flag means to you. And building yeah. a brand, man. So let's jump into that. I mean, we're gonna jump into your military service and your future and what's going on right now, because I'm really excited to talk about that. But let's talk about combat flags, man. Where did this I mean, the flag means so much to me. What did that mean to you?
1: Yeah, the flag, like the flag was always something that was around, right? Like my grandfather, like my hero growing up, was a B twenty nine pilot, at World War Two, went on the fly in Korea and Vietnam. And the flag was always something that was there like and i always associated it with just and right things i remember on one deployment to the philippines i looked up and i saw a filipino flag and an american flag sitting next to it and like it was like one of those moments that i remember looking up and like seeing the flag in a different light like i was in a different country on a specific mission representing the flag and that's where i think i re- like really felt the purpose of what I was doing in my uniform and what the flag represents and what the country represents kind of at large. And one thing led to another, and I wanted to explore a way that I could help make the flag and kind of that feeling tangible for the regular person, but in a way that also helped make service real and relatable military service. That's really where the idea for combat flags came.
0: The thing too about combat flags is stop soldier suicide. I mean, you not only created a company that, like spread like, Hey, you know, these are flags. These are something that like, you know, represents your country. And I do want to get into the flags that I have and how they represent the different branches and different types of areas in my life. But stop soldier suicide was a huge thing. You raised thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for that.
1: Yeah. So through, you know, when I had initially closed down combat flags last April, I managed to donate more than $125,000 to stop soldier suicide. And, four and a half or five years. And that that spirit of giving and philanthropy was like very much and still is very much in the DNA of Combat Flags. Like I wanted, I by and large started the company to help make a difference in some sustainable way, whether that was a $20 donation every month or upwards of a couple grand a month. Um, and Stop Soldier Suicide was the nonprofit that I picked because one, they're somewhat local to me. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. They're over in Raleigh. And they also have, you know, a science-based, and a data-based, um, program that's proving that it's helping people like reduce their suicidality in real time up to the point of like 97% of people who are going through their program within, I think like the first 30 days report no longer feeling like they've gotten to that point in their life and they're starting to get things built back up so that they can thrive when they get out of the program.
0: I'm, um, yeah, I was thinking, sorry, I'm, um losing my speech here, but no, I thought it was like seventy five thousand. I didn't realize you raised over a hundred. Yeah,
1: it was 125 as of, you know, April twenty twenty-two. You know, when you talk about like giving
0: back and you talk about flags and everything, I do want to mention that I do have the flags behind me. And the one flag is like the distress, the American it reminds me of like the old school, like you know, World War II, we're going to war. I have my regular old like army what was that one? Is this the, the newer uh, army camouflage? Yeah. Yep. I mean I could have got my old school nineteen like nineties one. Then I have my yep. camo with the thin blue line. That's and right. then I have a then I have a modern. Yep, and I uh, every time I'm on TV or anytime I do anything, I had to throw that out. Know, I do TV, but no, not like that. But <laughs> anytime I do anything, I want people to like see behind me, the flag. Yeah. I'm not afraid of the flag. Some people nowadays yeah. they seem pretty afraid of the flag. Patriotism and and love for your your nation has nothing to do with with anything. Not to get photo bombed over here. <laughs> Yeah, I got to laugh because that's one thing I want to talk to Dan, too, is later on. That's about fatherhood and how that's changed.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, it's interesting with the flag and that it's been, for all intents and purposes, almost politicized. And that's sad because the flag is like the one thing that's supposed to represent everybody and everything. And, you know, the shining beacon on the hill and us, the American way of life the american dream kind of being what the world looks up to for the freedoms that we have and it feels like it's kind of being bisected right now between those who believe that and those who don't and the flag's getting caught somewhere in the middle
0: yeah i don't like that I, and you know me like this new thing is like real people real stories no partisanship and it's like the one thing that's always unified people has been the flag and and in the yeah. same breath the one thing that's always divided people was the flag yeah and how people perceive it and i really want to get back to the true roots of the flag and what the country was built on and that is why like this this thing that you have going on and and you've mentioned it before not really a lot online but flags of valor i mean that is another incredible organization doing incredible things and you know they just have i love what they do like the wood the yeah. flags, the everything. It's just it's it's art to me. It's always been art. But now you yeah. guys have merged. This is a huge yeah. announcement. This is a huge yeah. world breaking announcement. Yeah. Combat Great flags news. has merged with Flags of Valor, which is kind of local to me up there in Winchester.
1: Yeah, man. Today's actually mark the date, May twenty second is the first day that Combat Flags has been back in existence in four hundred and eighteen days or something like that. And it's, it's been made possible by Flags of Valor, but like specifically by Brian Stewart's, the founder of Flags of Valor. Closed combat flags down last April, 2021, because, or 2022, rather, because life was getting hard. We were dealing with some stuff in my family. I had, you know, five or six people reporting to me at the corporate job. Combat flags was a beast. Like I couldn't keep my arms wrapped around it. I had to make a choice, something I had to give. And at that point it was combat flags I had to give, unfortunately fast forward uh what was it, april may june july 4 or 5 months i'm sitting like right where i'm sitting right now with my newborn daughter in my arms um she was like a week or two old at that point and i get a phone call and it's brian and one thing led to another and here we are we like we've merged combat flags as part of the flags of our family now and we're like i've been saying like it's a match made in flag heaven because we're both like both both brands are committed to giving back in a very Real way, like Flags of Valor has donated more than 107 million dollars since they've opened to, or 1.7 million, not 107, 1.7 million dollars to a variety of nonprofits since they've opened, and they give back a variety of other ways. They've got, I think, with me on board now, there's 11 veteran employees and two military spouses, so it's like the coming, it's like the joining of forces in the most amazing way right now. Yeah, you know, I
0: do love a lot of different flag companies, but I like the idea of being able to go. It's like a one-stop shop, you know. And the other thing, too, is like like as someone who just retired and hint, hint, never got a big retirement flag out there or anything, people. (laughs) just kidding. But no, like there's other ways like that is such an incredible gift to someone is a flag. When you retire, when you have some sort of different event within your life, especially for those who serve and especially yeah. who the for those who just love it man
1: yeah yeah it's like it's so cool and just for a number of reasons like you go to combatflags.com now you'll see flags of valor collection there and you see like just some beauty, like i've got one behind me you can't see me cuz it's blurred out i actually got two this one and that one um, just some beautiful flags. And in, in a couple of weeks, when you go to flags of com, you'll see a collection of some combat flags items. So we're really like helping to extend each other's miss- missions and messages out in the market. But like, they're essentially one and the same, which is great. Like we're fighting the same fight.
0: Dan, are you still going to do the, where you take the combat uniforms and turn them into flags? Or is that kind of being a future? Or is that going to be kind of like something special editions or?
1: No, those are available now, they will always be available. So the original combat flag um, is what you're, you're talking about right now. And that's what I started combat flags with. It's a four by six inch American flag that's made out of duty worn military uniforms and each and every original combat flag comes with a five by seven inch card that tells the story of the individual who wore the uniform that was used to craft that flag. Um, and from the original combat flag, we donate 50% of the profits from every original combat flag to stop soldier suicide. And I like to say like as the company grew, the flags grew with it. So that's how like the flags, the camel flags behind you came into existence and a number of, of other products, including like a cool little patch hat, which has like a two by three inches, two by three inch ish patch, like the same size we wore in our uniforms also made out of duty worn uniforms adhere to the front. So like there's a whole collection up and will always be available now of things that are made from duty worn military uniforms and hopefully in the near future law enforcement and firefighter uniforms as well.
0: Oh, there's no, hopefully it's It's one of those
1: will, you're going to have to do that, man. It's happening. Yeah. 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 That's, it's something's in the works right now so the hopefully it's just like an elusive way for me to be like yeah it's coming at some point in the very near future <laughs> <laughs> no the thing is you did like
0: back in the day you took one of my uniforms and you made it and yeah. it's like something i could like pass on to the ones i love you know yep. it's incredible i i really cherish that and man just doing great things with the with the combat flags and this merger is really cool man i mean I like seeing you in this new light because one thing you did mention before was being a father and having the responsibility of having, you know, I should say it's a small business, but it was like encompassing your whole entire life yeah. as a corporate gig. And now being able to focus on like where your where your true passion is and taking that pivot step. But you must have had some sort of like, wow, I've been doing this for 11 years you know, i got whatever 401k, I've invested in this. To take that pivot, that step, pivot, left pivot, right pivot, whatever, reverse course, you took a, a hell of a step, man. What was it like to just really, I mean, take that step with two young kids?
1: It was both easy and incredibly difficult. <laughs> um, and i think i like i can split it into two it was easy because like i'd been working with flags of valor for six months i think just doing some freelancing stuff with them um, and getting to know them so i i felt confidence in where i was going right i felt confidence in the culture and the balance that i would have and everything that comes along with that it was difficult in that i was leaving a culture right, wrong, or indifferent that I had been part of for 11 years, longer than I was in the army. Right. And I was kind of a known quantity. Like I had a team of, you know, five and six people underneath me. I was well-respected. I knew what I was doing. Like I was the guy people would go to when they had questions, healthcare, all that other stuff comes along with it. But when I looked at like where I get the most like happiness out of life, it's not all of those things. It's being able to like, leave a little bit early to go hang out with Graham, the five-year-old who you just saw, or just like go do whatever and like just be with my family. So it was very much a decision that I made for my own like mental and physical well-being, less anything else. And it's I'm still getting used to it. I actually had a moment this morning where I was in the garage working out and little man was out there with me. We were just talking and the sun was like coming through the garage doors perfectly. It was like it was like a scene out of a movie. And I realized like this morning that like, this is what it's all about. Like I've, I've got what I've been working toward for so long with combat flags now. And it just felt good. And it feels good right now.
0: How do you prepare? How do you prepare for that transition?
1: Though I, I don't know. I'm not sure I did prepare really. I mean, I made sure that like we talked to our finance, like on the, like the logistical side, like we talked to our financial advisor. So like things are in place there. So we're, We're staying on the retirement path. Mentally, I didn't really know like what to expect. I went into it knowing that the people I would be working with, Brian and Neil and Allison and Lauren and Eric and like all the craftsmen were good people. And that helps immensely knowing that I was working with good people, but it took some time. And I'm still quite frankly getting used to like being able to come right here after I take Graham to school and like, put on my headphones and just listen to music and do work that makes me happy and that I like get value out of. And I know is also like making other people feel good at the end of the day too. So still getting used to it, man. Like I wish I had like the, the silver bullet to how do you prepare for that transition question? No,
0: I think you hit it. I think you hit it right on the head. And that's kind of what I wanted to hear. I was like, when you, like last week I quit this job that I had very short time in the mainstream media. Just, it wasn't a good fit for me. Maybe something to come along the lines where I could do the quite the investigative reporting I want to do. But that wasn't a quite fit. And I just took the step. I took it. I didn't plan nothing. I mean, I had my retirement check and stuff like that. Yeah. But I just did it. And, you know, a lot of times when you make these these some of these big life. Life things, you have to take that step. And I have a lot of a lot more steps in my life that I have to take. And uh, yeah, man. But sometimes you just can't overthink it.
1: Yeah, in a way, like, it kind of reminded me of, for all my fellow paratroopers out there, like, it reminded me of being on a jump. Like, you'd hear green light go, and you'd start to follow the person in front of you, and then you'd go into, like, dummy mode. And next thing you know, like, you black out, your eyes open, and you're, like, floating in your parachute. And that's kind of what it felt like. Like, I got up to the point where I just had to, like, trust fall out of the aircraft. I did it the day I put in my resignation and immediately after that, it's like the parachute opened, and I felt lighter and you get to like, you enjoy like the breeze and you hear the wind and you're watching the scenery go by. It was like, it kind of reminded me of a jump. Just that feeling of relief at the end.
0: That's the word right there. Relief, man. Yeah. You know, this is the first true week that I haven't had a boss. And it's like this weird relief, like, like yeah. I came down to my basement. I'm talking to you at 2:56 in the afternoon. Um, this is life, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I told myself invest in myself, and sometimes you have to invest in yourself. You you yeah, bring up your military service, man, and like a lot of people understand it's like when you look at Dan, you have to understand it. He did psychological operations, and now is he playing a game with me right now? I don't know. But no, in the military <laughs> man psyops, and you do civil affairs, or do you do psyops? But right? just How does that yeah. work, man?
1: You just do – you're either in psychological operations as a 37 Foxtrot or you go to s- civil affairs, which I don't know what their MOS is, but, like, they're two separate things.
0: Oh, you can't stop there, man. Come on. what? what? Let's talk PSYOPs, man.
1: Yeah. Let's so, talk. yeah, so I enlisted um, – honestly, the only reason I picked psychological operations is because it was the only MOS that guaranteed me a slot airborne school <laughs> because <laughs> psyops falls under USASOC, the Special Operations Command. So like there's a variety of schools and things that you have to do just to qualify to do that. So I I chose PSYOP because like, like I said earlier, like my grandfather was a pilot. I didn't have the eyes to be a pilot and i watched Band of Brothers when it came out. And I was like, yes, I want to jump out of planes in the army because that looks awesome. Um, PSYOP guaranteed me that. Um, So I, like I said, was in for six years and deployed twice um as a psychological operations sergeant to operation enduring freedom philippines, which is was at that point like a lesser known side of the OEF mission. Um both times I attached to an ODA, two separate ODAs, and we were running like some counterinsurgency stuff. A lot of it was working with the host nation, so the like the Filipino Army, Filipino Marines to advise and assist them on a variety of things to help um with the insurgency and terrorist elements that were and still are like running rampant through the philippines they've changed the names have changed through the years but back back in my day it was the milf the mnlf i was IF group and a few others that we were helping to try and create like some civilian resistance to by providing basic services but also some understanding and know-how for the army and the marines of what they could do to operate a bit differently
0: yeah, this uh million year war we got going on right now with terrorism, a lot of people don't realize like there's a heavy base of terrorism within the Philippines and it's just it really yeah. is a hotbed. It's dangerous too. It's not like oh, I'm gonna go to the Philippines and hang out on a beach. No, it's like a a true, real GWAT deployment.
1: Yeah, I, I used to call it and I still do call it like the Philippines is like the minor leagues of terrorism. Like the bad guys would, would come up and they'd train and they'd hone their crafts in the Philippines, they'd practice all of the variety of things which with, with which they would later look to implement in the Middle East. So they'd come up through the Philippines, hone their skills, and then they'd go to Iraq, Afghanistan, Syria, and all the name the other countries that we've all heard about over the past decade or so. So the purpose of our mission was to try and meet them where they were training so that we could then take some of our learnings and implement them elsewhere around the globe too.
0: I love it, brother. I love talking about all this stuff. I'm looking forward to checking out the Flags of Valor like, warehouse, factory. I want to see where they're putting this all together. So yeah,
1: I'll be up in Virginia in a couple of weeks for an event, but um, I'll be in the shop for, I think, two or three days. So definitely shoot you text.
0: Dan, I'm excited about this merger. Um, everybody, if you haven't <clears throat> checked out Combat Flags, please check them out. They are now you're open again. I saw that. That was cool. So we're open. Yeah. I'm trying not to order anything right now. Okay, man. I'm you know I'm just gonna give it a minute. Then maybe I'll jump back in there. But uh, also, Flags of Valor. So we're gonna be able to see the Combat Flags pretty soon, right?
1: You mentioned that before. Yeah. Yeah. So Combat Flags today is the first official day back. That's CombatFlags.com, and then Flags of Valor. You can go check them out at flags of and look at some really beautifully crafted wooden flags and a variety of other things but i think the sweet spot is the wooden flags right now
0: put you on the spot what's your favorite combat flag actual flag
1: my favorite flag would be um actually i have a specific favorite flag when my grandfather died i made my family original combat flags out of one of his dress uniforms so my favorite combat flag ever would be his original combat flag, but for like awesome. a fun daily, like daily use thing, I think the Ar- as an army guy, like the army three x five, like you've got behind you, is probably probably up there for like one of the most creative and multi-use flags we offer.
0: I think I might put one of those on the back of my jeep. I'll be rolling What's up, guys? Uh, favorite flags: of valor flag.
1: I love personally the Liberty flag, which is what I've got up here that y'all can't really see. I don't know if I can tilt this up anymore. Anyway, don't worry um, about it. We're audio. Yeah, we're audio. <laughs> that's right. So the Liberty flag, I think, is my favorite, um, followed by the Legacy flag, which is kind of like the stained flag that you've got behind that you got from Combat Flags, but a wooden version. And it's just got like, it's got a really awesome, like, vintage vibe to it it's right there in the name legacy can't beat it
0: exactly well brother i appreciate you coming on and uh everybody make sure you check out combat flags and flags of yeah man thanks jason